And I need my woman to clean. I need my woman to make sandwiches. I need my woman to do this. I'm like, fuck, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, if you can't make your own sandwich, you can't make your own shit. Like, do you want a woman or you want a maid? This is Vivian Velasquez. And this is Raul Velasquez. Welcome to the God, Money, and Purpose podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Got Money on Purpose podcast. My name is Raul Velasquez. Yes, so excited. And my name is Vivian Velasquez. We want to welcome you to a God, Money, and Purpose. We're back. Second episode of this season. And uh, listen, I want to appreciate every single one of you that sends us your questions, that sends us your comments. We got a lot of feedback from the last episode. And uh, in this episode, we're going to tackle some questions. Yeah, it's always nice to come back and then just be with all the stuff that's coming up for us and coming up for like this conversations. And I think... You know, I, I want the audience to know that we really appreciate the feedback. We re I really appreciate it because it makes me continue to really speak my truth because what we go through, Raul and I go through, it's is experiences from our relationship and we're not teaching, we're not saying anything that we haven't gone through. And I think that's the amazing part about us being here and sharing. So um Yeah, we just came yeah. back from uh from family vacation. So that's that's always interesting to come back <laughs> from our Family, family vacation with the two teenagers. So, <laughs> so let's start with that. Or give toddlers it, or a, any type of vacation. I think you know. Give you, us some insights of of how we handle the family vacation these days. Yeah, well, it, it's really interesting because now we're in this place where we have two kids. They're both teenagers, fourteen and fifteen year old, and you know, we thought it was hard work when we had smaller kids. I thought it was going to be like you know a breeze when we had teenagers that they were going to be like so much easier to deal with but it it takes a lot of emotional emotional um resilience and um especially when we have a boy and a girl it, yeah i think if we had two boys be different if we had two girls be different because they connect I I think a boy so and a hard. girl like they're fighting with each other they're in each other's necks and and uh you know it, what i've learned in this last four days spending time with them, because we actually haven't taken a vacation in two years because of COVID, COVID, we haven't gone for. We away actually anywhere. planned this vacation two years yep. ago, right before COVID closed down here in New York City. We, we were supposed were to, go to go to this vacation in the yep. Bahamas. We canceled it, and you and I, we've, we've gone away. Uh, we actually took Abigail last year as well, but we haven't gone as a family, the four of us, yeah. in two years. So one of the insights that I got from being on vacation is one, like how important it is for us to spend and to have this quality time with our kids because they outgrow, you know, where they are all the time. Like we think like, oh, they're always going to be babies or I know how to handle when they're teenagers. But I think if we don't invest time, whether it's in your own relationship or in your kid's relationship, when you get to this place, when you're there, you're like, wow, like how much they have changed. Yeah. That was one of the insights for me. And then another is like, I... I always appreciate my mom and your mom and the people around us that support help system. us, yeah, you know, that system. helps us because we would not be where we are in our relationship if we didn't have that. Because I was telling you like on that vacation, it's like, how do people do it when they don't take time off, when they don't take like a little break for themselves? Because if if we didn't have our support system, my mom and your mom, mostly my mom that helps us with the kids, like we wouldn't really have the relationship that we have because you got to take time and invest time for yourself for your marriage for your relationship 
I think it's just like everything else. I mean, your mom is pretty much in our payroll. Like we we pay yeah. your mom to make sure that she. She's there for our kids. date night. She's there for and, vacation. And if we, if we didn't have your mom, I think if we didn't have the support system. We will have somebody like your mom. We would have to pay for that. We will have to it. make sure that they take care of the kids. And I think my that mom when gives I, us a, a family discount. Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. We're so blessed to have your mom. But when I talk to other entrepreneurs, I say, "Well, I can't afford to have an annie. I can't afford like you cannot yeah. not afford not to have one, because mm. that is your that is your lifeline to your connection with your wife. Yeah, you know if you don't have a, a babysitter, if you don't have a support system, then you become the support system. Yeah. And then you become drained. I think that ever since we started our business, before we had kids, we we're all in on our business. We're all in building building our, our, our business. But at the same time, when the kids came, we had to make adjustments. We had to make sacrifices. Right. And one right. of those sacrifices was, okay, I need to allocate money to make sure we have a support system. Because, yes. you know, favors could only go a long way. I could only hit up my mom, oh, my yes. brother, my sister, you yes. know, to, to babysit, right. you know, uh, a short period of time. But if you want to have like a, a regular date night, if you want to have regular vacations, right. you have to have a support. You have to have a budget for that. And if you, you, your relationship, your husband is a priority, I really feel like it has, that has to be implemented. And that was like one of the biggest insights for me is like, in, you know, we enjoyed our kids, we enjoyed our time, but it's just like, it's so busy when you're on yeah. vacation. Like, you and know, you want to do things and explore and the dinners and the getting ready and just all of it. And then by the end of it, I was like, you know, thank God that I get to come home and like have my date date night with my husband. And that's because I feel like I really didn't. I was, I was going to say that we were time. in a vacation with a family, like the four of us, yeah. but we didn't really spend a time you and I. I think we spent one night you and I together out of the five nights we were out. One night, because every single night we're, you know, right. We have like we have different activities, but we we try to to implement our quality time between like you and I, whether it's holding each other or just you know laying with each other. But it's just it's so much, it's so much. So an insight that I got was also the energy of the feminine, the masculine energy, mm-hmm. because we um we stayed the first night. We actually made a mistake. We um we didn't book the first night for some reason. We we didn't book the first night in the, in the in one hotel that we're staying at, so we had to get another night, another hotel. And I told Vivian, I said, "Why don't you get um, a hotel that is less expensive than the one that we stay in, just to see the contrast, right?" Oh, we um, definitely we saw got the contrast to that to that hotel. Because, uh, by the way, everything was sold out. Everything was spring break. Yeah, everything was sold out. So even a, a cheap hotel was expensive. Yes. you know, an expensive night. But the contrast to see that we actually. Uh, we're grateful to see that our kids are able to navigate both in both, both worlds, whether yes. it's a luxury or like you know a shitty hotel. They they, they were like, hey, we didn't we didn't care. It, yeah. it, it, it didn't matter to them. They, what mattered to them was that we they had the experience of together. But yeah. I did see a tremendous difference from the feminine energy and the masculine energy when handling the situations. Right, the feminine energy, like my my uh, my little girl and and, and you. You had a different mentality when it comes to to uh, adjusting. Well, I knew a- <laughs> I knew I wasn't going to stay there long, so I was okay with it. But uh, I I guess you know it's it's always that humbling experience, and and God always comes back to my heart. It's like, hey, everything that you have could be swept from your yep. feet, and and I know that you know I love all the material things. Don't get me wrong, like I'm really into like nice things and i i love the luxury and the living and all of that but i know that that could be taken away too yep. so i god always 
humbles us. And I think I love that experience of having that contrast. And our kids did amazing. Like they were just totally fine. And um, I, I love to see that about them, that they're not attached to something that, you know, the, the, the monetary value is not attached to their happiness. So, so my experience on that is that, you know, the feminine energy is always looking to how do I make this better, right? How do I make this experience even better? Yeah. And the masculine is, listen, this as good as it's going to get, we're okay with it. <laughs> like, that we yeah. adapted with my son. We're like, okay, is it, is it, is it a shitty pool? Okay, we're going to go to a shitty pool. Did you guys go in? No, we didn't go. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it was like, it was, it was there like, okay, because we want to stay only for one day, but like, yeah. shitty pool, we're going to go there. Yeah. And, and my, my son, when he told me, it's like that, you know, it, if, if you, if we had this vacation in this hotel, I'll be okay with it because I know the value of taking time with a family. Mm. And my little girl, what she told me is at the end, like that, now I know why you were so hard for it because the contrast of, of the luxury was, was a lot different. Right. Because once we got to the other hotel that we're supposed to stay at, all of a sudden you became like the Kardashians, right? Like here's my, my bags. You're, you know, you take care of it. My son was laughing because he's a mom. You're like, you're like the Kardashians. You belong here. You belong here. I'm home. Yeah. You know, give me the, give me the suite. Give That's me the right. spa. Give me the, the room service. Give me the works. I am here for my vacation. And, and that's where, and as, <laughs> and as a, as a man, we love to provide that. And I think that the, the masculine energy is more proud when we actually could give you some nice things. Mm. And when we don't have the capacity to give those nice things, we feel like we are not worthy. So we work extra hard to make sure that we provide. Yeah. And I appreciate that from my son, seeing like how he started to look at how can, I, how can we make this experience even better for the girls because I know they're going to be in, a, in mm -hmm. a shitty hotel for one night and we need to make sure that you guys are, are happy. Yeah, it was great. It was a great experience to see it. And overall, just to know that we could gift that to them, gift it to them, and they're able to take any little bit whether it's a little or whether it's a lot, like they just took it in and took it in. And it's, it's but, just But also the value, because when we got to, to the other hotel, like my, we checked in and, and asked for the upgrade for the for the suite because we had the two two kids and we wanted, we to, wanted to, to be in the same room. Yep. Then uh, my son was like listening to the negotiations, listening to me, how do I, you know, get the upgrade? How do I talk yeah. to the person? And she yeah. said, no, we don't have, we're booked out. We, we're sold out. And I said, well, check again. And I and I went to another approach, another another approach. And my son was like, you know, you know that that is not gonna take no for an answer. My little girl was more embarrassed, like Dad, just take whatever room they have. Please just, stop asking. Please stop asking. You know, you're embarrassing us. So again, the feminine energy is more like, I don't want to fight. I don't want to. I don't want to mm -hmm. have the confrontation. The confrontation. Yeah. The masculine energy is more like, no, I'm hunting. Yeah. I want to get something done. So those are the distinctions that that we got from especially from the, you. From the two I mean, you are like energies. that type of person that will never give up, and I think that's what. You know, I love that about you that you're so persistent and doesn't and, and it's not that you don't care about what people think, but you really don't care what people think. Well, listen, listen, if we don't ask, we're not going to get never know. If we're not yeah. pushing to get our what we want. How do we know if we're going to get it or not? Like, you push, so you push so after the, the third question, after the third ask, they say, OK, you know what? I found something for you, Mr. Velasquez. I, I, I do have it. Here's how much it's going to be. And then when she told me how much it's going to be. Then I started thinking, maybe I don't need this upgrade. Maybe I don't need this. Maybe <laughs> I don't you, need that. You made a look for it. Now you the, gotta take the, so it. So exactly. Now I look for it. Now I want it. So my son was standing by me. I said, Dad, are you sure you're gonna pay that, that much? Mm -hmm. And I said, Well, that's what, that's it. what we work for. Yeah. And I told him, I said, That's that's what Daddy works hard for. So we could actually have these experiences. And then my little girl was like, Dad, you're crazy. You don't pay that much money for for a room. Yeah. 
But then when we were at the room, and we got to a room, she was like, oh, this is worth it's it. So worth it. Worth, it. It, was, it, was, it was worth every penny that we And just we to paid. have them there with us, like not to have like two separate rooms. I think that was like, you know, it was fun just to be really like together as we are always at home. And I think so, those are that's the money best spent in yeah. experiences. Yeah. Like, you know, I've invested so much money in vacation and family time that those are the moments that they're going to remember. We have. Our kids have. will remember those magic moments. Our kids will remember you know, the shitty hotels, the luxury hotels, experiences, the conversations. And we actually give them a chance because they were at each other's throats the first day. They were constantly picking on each other. So I gave him a challenge and I said, I want you to compliment each other at least four compliments a day. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to pay you for the compliments. Max four compliments. I was going to pay him $25. I told him $25 yep. per compliment. Max four compliments a, a day. Uh-huh. That's 100 bucks. I'm going to pay 100 bucks per a um, uh, per oh. kid, right? Um, my son was all in. He was like, Dad, I'll take it. I, I'll, I'll make 100 bucks uh, a day. I'm good. And my little girl came to me. She said, Dad. You know, that's a responsible parent. I can't believe you're paying your kids to be nice to each other. I said, just humor me. Humor me on this and take on the and, challenge. And take on the challenge. If you don't want it, if you don't want the money, don't do it. I said, that's well, we fine. We asked her to donate the money too. Like, they, they, they didn't necessarily need to keep the money. They could make the money and then donate it. So, do whatever you want with the money. Yeah. If you don't want the money, just go donate it to a, yeah. to a, to a dog shelter. You know, yeah. I said, but, but play along if, if, if you think you could, you could do it. Yeah, because that was one of the biggest challenges for them is like, we haven't been together in the same uh, time, the same activities for so long. Like, you know, we, we do our own life. Like they go to school, separate classes, separate grades, separate everything. And then to come and to be together for X amount of days for all these hours together, it's challenging. Yeah, yeah. and and what, what I saw is that the first day they couldn't meet the challenge. Yeah. They were complimenting. Oh, and the kicker was, if you say something negative to each other, I'm deducting the points. So they were complimenting each other. It has to be an authentic compliment, and they have to receive it, and they have to acknowledge it. Yeah. So they were saying the compliments, but then they were saying something negative. They were taking the points away. So the first night, nobody got the points. Uh-huh. The second night, it was about aware. two or three points that they got. Yeah. By the fourth night, they were in the game. Yep. And they were, you know, really like connecting with each other. But at the end of the vacation, the beautiful thing is that they they started feeling a lot more connected Connection. because of the words they were saying to each other. And, and they, they actually said, believed it when they were giving each other compliments. Then it was like, oh, really? Like you think that of me? Yeah, you're right. Like I, my hair does look good or my face does look good, whatever is the situation, right? And it was really nice to see how, they were actually looking for the good in were, each other. I mean, they were looking forward to the compliments. Yes. Looking, and then that shifted the energy of the conversation. And, and the whole the, energy. And by the fifth day, like we were, we had, we had fun, right? It was, a, it was peace. So when I had yes. to pay him, because, you know, at the end, you know, I think Alejandro made 300 bucks, Abigail made $250. And, and uh, they both each other said, like, man, I can't believe that. We always get that, right? We always, like, they, they think that they're getting me. And that's the funny thing. They think that they are getting, uh, they get at me because I'm paying them yeah. for being nice to each other. But what I realized, like, what's the peace worth? Right. Right. I'll pay a thousand dollars, two hundred fifty, whatever it is. <laughs> my peace is worth a lot more than a couple hundred dollars. Yeah, because they so actually have that connection it. And, and enjoy yeah. that time is worth yeah. more than what I'm paying of for. Of course, they enjoyed it. We enjoyed it because there's nothing more annoying than like going to family dinner and then as you're having dinner, for them to start fighting, for them to start like 
you know, belittling each other. And it was the worst. I was like the first day. But that's also teenagers. It's also, the, you know, the, the, yeah. the stage that they're in. Yeah, but but if, not, if you're listening fun. to this podcast and you're having a challenge with your kids, give them a challenge that they could live up to. Like yeah. my, my, measurable. my son and my daughter, they rise to the challenge when they're met. But if we ask them just to be nice to each other and there's a purpose, they're not going to do it. Right. And I think when you gam gamify things too, for them, it's like, you know, they're always thinking of like games or playing games. When you set that in front of too. them, it's like, oh, okay, like I'll put myself up to the challenge. And it doesn't have to be, you know, you put the X amount of dollars that you wanted to or the goal. And I think it just makes it fun for them. Um, and it makes them something to look forward to and to do every single day. So our family vacation was really something beautiful, a great success. Happy that we took that time. I'm happy to be back and to have Recharge. my day nights, <laughs> my day Recharge. night with my happy man. Your vacation from from the, <laughs> yes. from the family vacation. Yes. All right. So let's let's start with yes. the, the question. Give us the, the question that so the question, somebody sent you. We had a question that somebody sent us. Was it's a beautiful question? And the question is not you know when you ask a question, it's not just what you're going through because I feel like I told Raul today. I'm like there's so so many of us that go through the same thing and when you ask that question it serves many so i kind of just broke it down because the question was kind of long and personal and i i don't want to like go into detail but it really has a lot to do with um your personal growth when you start to grow and she, um this was a woman that sent in the question and she said that she's been doing inner work herself for like about two years and she is married um in, in a relationship that at the beginning was excused the husband was giving her that she needed to work on herself so mm. she took on the challenge and she started to work on herself and now it kind of like the, the the tables have turned and now maybe he's making the excuses about growth about you know whether it's time or money and energy um and then really the question kind of boils down to like what happens when you outgrow each other mm. and whether he or she is not catching up. That's kind of what I heard from the story. So I want to thank you for asking that question, for the vulnerability and for bringing that forth because that is something that is so true to my heart and Raul's heart because we we went through that. You know, yeah. like Raul has always been into personal growth and doing the best for himself. And there was a time in my life where, you know, my love tank was filled from my kids it was filled from you know my my family and um i didn't think that i wanted to grow i didn't think that i needed to grow and i would look at you and find some sort of like resentment and a little bit of anger and just kind of thinking like well how dare he continues to grow and invest all this time and all this money and then here i am like i don't know what to do and, and that's a challenge with a lot of couples it's yes. a lot of couples right Definitely. now that are going through this challenge. So what I want to tackle this from a, from the point of view of a, um, a businessman or an entrepreneur married to a woman that is not growing mm -hmm. as he's growing. So I want to do the opposite. So I want you to answer. I want, I want you to help her and I'll give you some insights on her. Yeah. But I want to give my insight of the opposite when, because I see that from my side. Of, of the coin right like I, and, I usually like when i if i get a question like that like my first reaction to that is would be like send that guy to one of my boot camps send and that I guy think to he a, is he is part of your program which is great and then the beautiful thing that she asked she said how no what actions can i 
can I take as a queen perfect, to perfect. get him back on track? Perfect. So that so so that's that's a great opportunity for association. Like men need to be around other men that are making shit happen. Yeah. Like what happens is what I see is like when men uh, don't have ambition, don't have dreams, don't have a reason why to get up in the morning. They're usually surrounded by other men and they call, you know, my boys, I'm going out with my boys and none of the boys have, have any dreams. None of the boys have any ambition. So what they do is they, they talk shit about their wives to each other. They talk shit about their, their, their work. They talk shit about, and they're only talking shit, right? So if I find myself in a situation where all I'm doing is talking shit, I'm gonna get shitty results. Right. So I need to be around people who are not talking shit I need to be around men that are talking about vision, mm. that are talking about legacy. So the first thing is is focus on who you're surrounding yourself with. Like when when I change my association, when I change my environment, that's when the game began to change. And even now, I'm still doing it. Right. I'm constantly paying coaches, paying consultants, being in masterminds because I want to grow. I'm in I'm in a growth mode. I just recently hired a guy. I'm paying him five thousand dollars an hour, and, and and he's looking at my business from a from a, in a way that he's like, hey, I need to play bigger. Mm. I need to think bigger. You know, how many millions of more men are going to be impacted by you? So the number one is, if your man is not growing, you know, give him a, get him around other men that are growing. That's one thing. From the, so the other me, side, let the, me say one thing for the women too, then, because one of the things that I in, in my personal journey is the way that I looked at growth was something negative, right? For me, where I was at that space at that time. And maybe that's not the, you know, where the question was coming from. But I want you to start thinking like how when I shift in my thinking as something like for growth to be something positive. Mm. So if the other person is growing in our instance, like you were growing, I resented you for growing only because I didn't understand the growth. But once I understood like, hey, this this man is is investing time, money, energy in his own growth. It was for something positive. It was to become a better man. So that kind of gave me the perspective of like, okay, well, how can I take that into my own life? So I think like if we shift how we see growth, that it's something positive, that it's like, okay, if you're investing in yourself as this woman is investing in herself, her inner worth for the last two years, I hope that within those two years, the growth could actually be seen. Yeah. And one thing I was going to add to that is, uh, growth is not comfortable. I mean, what you saw when I was growing, it was the aftermath of my growth phase. The painful, painful nights, True. the painful situations, True. the nights that I was drinking, you know, that you know, you were seeing that and you you were not saying, Hey, here's my man drinking, he's growing, or here's my man like, you know, uh, not wanting to get up in the mornings, he's growing. No, you right. saw that pain. Right. But see, that's also part of the growth. Right. So what we wanted to start thinking is, okay, if what is he doing? Is he like depression? Like if you get stuck in depression and if you're not if you're not fighting to get out of depression, then you're not gonna grow. Right. But sometimes it it takes us to face that pain. And as a man, he needs to face the pain. And women, sometimes what you do is you want to put a band-aid on the pain. You I, want to ease the pain. So you I want to mother I, the guy and take away the pain when the reality is you need to leave him, 
you know, right. and say, hey, what, what the fuck are you doing with the situation? I know, but I think also the, the challenge is this for me, at least it was when, when the transformation, the growth is happening, there is no connection. And for us women, like we're yearning for that, like we're made for connection. So if there's, you have to deal with your own personal growth with all the stuff that you're growing out of and evolving into something else. When that is happening, there is very little time for connection. So I, I truly do think that one of the challenges in personal growth is when you start to grow on yourself, especially if you are in a relationship that there is no connection between husband and wife or partnership. And I think maybe that was the challenge. And that was the challenge that I saw in me. So when I started to to really like step back and say like, well, how do I find connection to myself? Um, how do I find love in myself? And let my man do what he needs to do right now, because right now there's nothing I could do for him. I need to take that time and do something for me. So then I started to to look for that connection in me. And then when you were ready, then I was able to ask you for it and tell you how I'm feeling because it's like, oh, I want connection. Like, this is the reason why we're here. So, this is the reason why we're in a relationship. So maybe let me let me give this woman a framework that could help her out and, and I'll, I'll jump in on, 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 the, on the guy's side. So there's three things that you wanna do if you want your partner to shift. Number one is realize that you're not the mother. Right. That, that you're not there to ease his pain that you're not there to save them. The moment that you as a woman acknowledge that, mm -hmm. that is not your job to 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 save this man, that's not, not your, your job to, um, to, to be the mother, yeah. and you wanna look at him as a man, not look at him as a broken man. Mm -hmm. So men, we're not looking for pity. Right. At, at our worst, if you give me pity, then that's actually another dagger, right? right? The second is nagging, it's not gonna get you anywhere. Mm -hmm. Like nagging and saying, now you, why, why are you doing this? Or why don't you, you know, do, do this work? Or why don't you look at this guy? Comparison and nagging, that just makes us even do the opposite, right? right? Mm -hmm. And and the third, which is probably one of the most valuable thing that you did for me, is have conversations without judgment on seeing, okay, what you know, wh what are you doing? Or what can I? What is what is happening to you right now that that is getting you? To be in this place authentic real conversations versus judgment conversations or you should do this it's more of being concerned yeah but at the same time just being the sounding board yeah. you know i remember conversations you and i had and, and you may not remember this but it would you <laughs> were just like hey just you know like are you are you okay like are you uh, there's anything that i could do to help you to um you know to help you find a path right it's not like you you oh let me hold your hand or oh, the worst thing that I think that for a man, especially if he's in the tunnel, what we call the tunnel, he might be in the tunnel. I mean, he's in my program. He's definitely, you know, going to the tunnel and, and he's going to be around guys who are not going to feel bad for him. Right. Like at that place, the worst thing for a man that he's going through a tunnel is to be around people that feel pity for him. Mm -hmm. Like we don't want pity. We we want somebody to hold the space, to hold the mirror and say, hey, I, I know you better than this. So what you did for me is you held that mirror and said, hey, I know you're better than this, bro. Yeah. I know that you're going to figure this out and it's just a matter of time. So you release the pressure that put more pressure into me. Yeah, because we put pressure, enough pressure ourselves. We all put pressure. Yeah. And then, yeah. and then the moment that you, and we think that, that by putting pressure, that person is going to grow or by beating that person down, the person is going to grow. It's not going to happen. I see this multiple times. A woman beat down the man and demasculate the guys. You want to have his balls 
And then you wonder, why doesn't my man make decisions? Well, you have the fucking balls. Right. If you if you took away his balls, how can you want your man to make decisions? Now, the guy may not have the, the strength to get his balls back, mm -hmm. but guess what happens? Then he goes to some something like my program, he gets his balls back, and all of a sudden now... You there's don't, a conflict. There's a conflict because now all of a sudden you don't want him to have his balls. Now you go the opposite way. And that's that's exactly the, the pattern. Now the, the other side where the man is growing, I got my balls back, I'm growing, I have the edge, and my business is going fine, I'm, 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 I'm getting fitter, I'm looking better. And all of a sudden the women, they realize that they don't want a man that's a king. They want a boy that they will control. And they want a boy that they could tell what to do. And the moment that the man says, no, I'm a king, I'm here to take care of you, women begin to sabotage the relationship and, be, and begin to go the opposite way, which is that's the biggest problem that I see with high achievers, men, that they have a problem with the women not growing because all of a sudden the women realize that, shit, they have a king, they have a lion in, in, at home, and they don't know how to fucking tame that lion. So well, they, they can't think be by, tamed. They, they think that they want to have a man they can control yeah. instead of, being themselves and right. saying, okay, now I need to figure out my own path. I need to grow. I need to expand. So how do I do this? The same thing with men. Mm -hmm. Women, get around other women that have a vision. Get around women who don't want to complain about their husbands. Get around women mm -hmm. that have a that, that, that have a desire yeah. you know, to be queens. Yeah. You know, it, association is the key yeah. to changing your current reality. And I would just add to that, I would just say like, okay, if you want to make changes, if you want to find some sort of like solution from where you are in this place of like, the one is growing, the other one's growing, one is stuck. I, I just, I really do think that what worked for us, what helped me was when you shared, when I shared, like what is the big vision, right? Like we have, we all have something that we're working towards, especially like when this stuff starts to happen, when you are evolving, when you are and this transformation, like, you know where you're going. So I would say like, what we did is share our vision, our big vision, and the vision, the smaller vision. Because um, a lot of the times we get scared of like, okay, like, I would get scared of your big vision of like, all these things that you had already planned, I would have to like, step back and say like, what is the smaller vision? Um, and it, it, I hope that that makes sense because it's super important for people that are internal instead of external. Like, no, share. It's no, it's no your audience. Share your vision. No, your audience. I think for a, for the longest, I wanted you to be just like me. Like for the longest, I thought like, man, if Vivian could just be like me, and we, you know, we'll have a we'll an empire. We'll be like the best team. But here's what happened: I realized that the more I made you like me, the less we will have the less connection we will have. Because, because we then can't we begin, complement each we begin other. begin to compete. Yeah. And that's no. what I think that... Um, and I honestly, like, I even tried. Like, I really tried to 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 be that, to, to be at the same speed, to maybe, like, think as fast and talk as fast and do as much. But that's not me. And I think the more that you really take care of yourself, the more that you, you know... It's just being... Do you. you. Giving like, yourself the permission oh, to be who you are as a yeah. complete person... And then don't put that pressure onto that person because right. I think that's, you know, what I tell my guys, listen, you, if you're a fucking king, if you're a fucking lion, you're not married to your, the, your equal in the same energy. You're married to the polarity. And you that's what somebody you. who's going to be almost the complete opposite of, of, of you course. because that's going to ground you. 
that's gonna you know keep you down to earth that's actually gonna it's gonna we, bring we polarity forget. and passion we forget about that like what brought us together and i think that's you know maybe my second point would be like you know feed the relationship feed yourself like i know that you have a program that's called feed the king and i think that's so beautiful because when i tell my queens i tell them like you know feed yourself first and i know that it sounds so selfish but the more that you take care of yourself then the relationship could come together because you're coming from a place of authenticity that feels so true and so real to you that it's like two people that truly love and care for each other as human beings the most attractive character i think for a man or for a woman is owning themselves confidence is is not even just confidence is owning who they are it's just giving themselves fully permission like mm-hmm. who this, who, this is who the fuck i am whether you like me or not i'm good because yeah. i love myself yeah. i like myself and that's that's you know that's the energy that i'm bringing in yeah and that's because, difficult because we're always as women like we're trying to validate who we are in the eyes of our husbands you know it's like it's it's something that i hear all the time something that i did all the time like i wanted to just be who you wanted me to be and when we live in that whether it's through social media through our family through our husbands like we forget who we are because we don't take the time to really like who are we and and the one thing for example what i love about you is that you don't let me pressure you to be at my speed well, like, you have, like, you have you know, pressured me. When, when especially, like, no look, we, even with this podcast, right? We're doing this podcast. Like I said, I want to do this, I want to do that. You're like, no, like, this is what I want to do. This is this is my speed. This is my, like, yeah. we influence each other, but I just love seeing you being you. Yeah. And that gives me more joy to know that, you know, you're being Vivian and you are, you don't, you don't need me to do all these things. Right. You want me to be with you. Same thing. I don't need you. I want you. I think that if you get to a place in a relationship that you don't need your husband, you want him. You don't need your your, your wife. You want her. It's a way. And that desire energy. is different because I'm not trying. I'm not. I'm not waiting for you to do certain things for me to be good. Yeah. I, I was hearing um, a podcast. I think we we're, were gonna we we're gonna review this podcast, but yeah. we're gonna do it probably the next the next podcast that we have a review a video <laughs> yeah. from this guy saying I need my woman to clean I need my woman to make sandwiches I need my woman to do this I'm like fuck what the fuck are you talking about like if you can't make your own sandwich you can't make your own shit like do you want a woman or you want a maid yeah like like like, like you and I have a terms all the time it's like we gotta keep things simple there's so, so many things that I would love for you to do me too and you don't do it I don't need me too. you know but it's not conditional yeah, like it's not big, oh you don't do this Vivian I know. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna find me a woman who does this. Like, fuck, as, we're not. As it is, we're not little like, kids. As with the, any partnership, you know, like when you are in a partnership, whether you know, think of it like in a business perspective. You're you're in a partnership. You have clear things that what you're going to do, what you're not. But there are times where you have to adjust. There are times where you have to like you know compromise. And I think that's the part of even you know going back to the question of like you are evolving faster than the other person like everybody's timing is different and i would just end with that as like your timing is so different than the other person's timing and i think that once you do the inner work if you truly say that you're doing the inner work you will actually have that empathy and love and appreciation for the other person wherever they are you know like we raul and i i stand for for love and for marriages and like mostly like just truth like what is your truth and i think once you are really in that like if you're really doing the inner work that you could honestly say like i honor who you are no matter what 
that is the inner work. And and that's where you get to the point that there is no judgment. It'll be nice if your queen <laughs> does certain, certain things. It'll be nice, It'll be if, be nice if they do it. Something. But there is no attachment. Like, I'm, I'm okay. And we could have those conversations where it's like, hey, babe, well, if you could do this for me, it'd be great. And then you are in a place where you said, you know what? I didn't realize that I wasn't doing it. I'm going to do it. So there right. is no negative energy. It's more contribution and awareness to the relationship. But to get to that place, it takes first, work. It takes work. patience. Mm -hmm. So number one is have patience. Number two is association. And then I Make sure you get also, around people who want to grow and, and they're growing. And I would say paint the vision. And, and then have three, ha vision. always have, have a vision of what you want your marriage to look like. Have a yeah. vision of what you want to become. The, always the question is, who do you need to become? The victim mentality is fucking contagious. Yes. Like, stop being around people who have a victim mentality. If somebody's yes. complaining about their husbands or they're complaining about their wives, run away from the motherfuckers. <laughs> Go the opposite way. Because I, like every single time somebody wants to talk about negative shit in their lives, like, listen, too many. I have no time that. for that. There's I have no time for drama. There's too much Like, there's, there's, I, I can't speak at that level because I'm not wired that way. I'm always looking at what life is giving me is an opportunity for me to grow. Does not to say I don't have negative shit going on. I have negative shit going on every single day. I just don't stay in the negative energy. I no. use it as fuel to find where do I need to go. Yeah. Same thing in, in our marriage. It's like there's conflict. There's situations. The, the vacation. It didn't start with a good start, but yeah. it finished. Amazing. We Why? Set the intention. We because set the intention. we use yeah. what life Definitely. was giving us and said, okay, how can I adapt, adjust, and execute? To find a path definitely i i love that and i would say just really like last point is continue to do even as the one thing that you're going to do every single day for yourself and for your relationship because i think a lot of the times when we are growing we're thinking of ourselves and we think like okay maybe it's not enough it is enough because that one thing that you're doing for you is also reflecting on your relationship is also reflecting on the people that come close to you Beautiful. Excellent. So keep sending your, yes. your questions. Keep yes. connecting. Follow us, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Follow us everyone except for our bedroom. So we keep it private. <laughs> Learn it. Live it. Experience, experience it. it. Love, Love life. If you receive any value from this conversation, comment, subscribe, and share as we continue to impact more people and take it to the next level. And please send us your comments and questions so we could answer them in the next podcast. See you in the next episode.